You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And Rebarber. I feel like I haven't uh, I haven't seen you. Life has been busy and we banked some episodes and now we're back. Yeah. I, um, I know. It's been a while since I've seen you. I, I feel like it's been years, even though it's only been a few weeks. I, it's only been a few weeks, but years of things have happened, which um, I can't wait to hear about, uh, mm. particularly one of our, our mini-sodes coming up, which is going to be... The New Kids Cruise. Oh, yes. Just yeah, wait. Yeah. The New Kids no, Cruise. I've got just, a lot yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think. I, I know that that our fans know that you were on the New Kids Cruise. So don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to think that we are not going to discuss it because, oh, boy, are we. Oh, yeah. And by we, I mean, oh, boy, are you. Yeah. Just, uh, just and I back, can't Jody. wait. I'll it's going to be. I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there will be fan questions. Like there's. Yeah, yeah we have a lot to delve into there. Uh, can't um, wait. Can't wait. Yes. Hi. Well, I, this is my favorite week of the year because uh, daylight savings is over, and I I'm like the only person that hates daylight savings. I can't. I, I don't know that to, we can. I don't think we can be friends now. Well, no, because you don't like having an extra hour. Like I love having an extra hour. My I wake seasonal up. depression. My sads. My sads is a mess. Let you're me tell sad, you. You're feeling your sads. I you're am a sads. sun person. Okay. I. <laughs> I'm like a little lizard in the sun. I need like a warm rock to lay on. And this dark at like 515 stuff that I'm like, the day is over. I And I'm a yes. mopey mess. It's And I want to go to bed by 530 p.m. Yes. But I that, but no, but that's yes. not. 
But that feels bad. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. And here's the thing. You're going to lose light anyways because it's winter. It doesn't matter well, if we set our that, clocks back or not. Yes, it does. We yes, have a it shorter. It, well, it screws us by that much more. That's how I feel in March when we when we push the clocks oh, forward. I am, clocks I am a like, wreck. It is I'm a wreck. light and we're alive and it's spring and it's amazing. We're and too you know opposite. What? We, well, that's part of our charm. Uh <laughs> But uh, I didn't know this about my about my work my work wife. I'm I that you preferred oh, me? sister wife. Am I your work you wife? Per- you're my work wife. <laughs> okay, that you preferred the darkness. Oh yeah, and then that's the irony, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that I prefer <laughs> darkness, and you need you need the light to survive. <laughs> right. It's really it's very ironic. It's very <laughs> ironic. Um, but see, but I I like having that extra light in the morning. I don't like waking up in the dark. But I yeah, but I can't who, wake up. But, so sleep later. No one needs to be up at 6 a.m. That's what time I wake up. It's 6 a.m. and the light was on and the dog is up. And I I gotta get my teenager up. I have to. No, there's things to be done. I gotta get up at 6 a.m. And then it's it's so dark in the morning. At that ungodly hour of the morning. (laughs) 7 a.m. is plenty early enough for everything. Yeah, get the coffee going. I gotta do my morning reading and then yell at my teenager. It's a very busy. Well, yeah, I do that too, but I just start a little later. You know what I mean? Like, I just just give myself a little extra sleep so I'm really fully ready to go into combat for the coming day. <laughs> it is, and it is combat. So are yeah. you, do you thrive at night? Are you like a night person more than a morning person? I don't person? know what I am. I don't, it, it really, again, it depends on the time of year because I would mm-hmm. think I'm a night person, but I think I'm a night person as long as there's light a little bit later. Then I'm oh. like, all right, cool, we're going, but- this getting dark, like I said, at 5.30, like, I, I'm just like, I give up. You're like one of those anything. batteries that can be charged by the, so, like, the solar power I'm a so, I am solar powered. You have to I, fill up with light my theory before you can function. That I always say, well, that I'm sure someone else said, and I've took it, taken to repeating it, but is that basically humans are complicated houseplants, okay? We need <laughs> water, we need sunlight, and we need someone mm-hmm. to talk to us through yeah. while we're growing. You know what I mean? That's true. And that's it. That's all. That's what we need. And some good, like, soil, a little bit of dirt. Yeah. And, and change your soil, like, once a year. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you need a bigger pot. If you're getting up there in age, you need a bigger and pot. And I'm just saying that this time of year, plants die. Okay? This time of year, plants wither, and, they, and they're like, Ugh. And that's what I do. That is exactly what I do. Wow. We I don't know what agree to tell to you. Disagree. We uh, we'll agree, agree to disagree. disagree. We'll agree. In March, I shall have my revenge. Oh, you, you, yes, I will be struggling and in March. I think, we're, I think, aren't we staying with daylight savings time? Or I thought so. I thought it? we voted I think on we that. Are. But I think it's held up in Congress. Like, I think that's a, you know, it all, where the, <laughs> I mean, all the bills go to die. <laughs> story of everything right now. <laughs> but I, so basically, I just need, I, I, I need to, state that the people have spoken and and it's better well i don't mind if we stay on standard time it's the daylight save i just i don't want to stop changing because it it really does screw with all of our circadian rhythms life is life is change i don't like it it's the only constant Mm, nope (laughs) nope i want to just stay and have my morning light and well i'm glad that we're recording 6 p.m yeah I mean, I look. I'm I'm not one to not go to bed by six p.m. But it's ah okay. I, I, I like right. being in bed early. Okay, th- we're really going off on a tangent. We're really here, but yeah. I be- like to be in bed by eight p.m. I want to be eat at five. Do my you know my skincare routine. Get the kids all ready for bed. Or well, they're teenagers. I don't need to get them ready for bed. But 
Um, yeah, I want to be in bed by 8 p.m. so then I can relax and like read my book and then slowly Everyone, fall Everyone, I just want you to know this is what you have to look forward to in your 40s uh, because this is who you will become. All the young people listening, you're like, no, I never will. Let me oh, you will. tell you. Let me tell you some shit, okay? You will mm-hmm. and you'll hate it and the 24-year-old in you will always be like, you are so boring and you'll be like, I am yes. and I'm so happy. So I get so it. So happy. It's, you. Yeah. By the time you're 40, you under you appreciate Boredom. these little wonderful things in life about going yep. to bed early yep. and drinking yes. lots of water, like sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just love sleep. Like my little, my little, wa- see, houseplant. Just need a little water. You need a little That's water. It. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you need a little fertilizer. I haven't <laughs> been drinking enough water lately and I could feel it like a dried mm. up sponge. Are you like a, anyway, little, are you like a turtle? An amphibian, shall we say? No, you know, I love that amphibian. Amphibian. (laughs) Well, I suppose we should get into today's episode, perhaps. (laughs) Or we could just keep talking about our uh, oddities. Oh, I got a list. So we'll we'll get to that. That'll be a couple mini-sodes from now. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) But yes, let's get into the show officially. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to How Rude, Tanneritos. I am Andrea Barber. And I am Jody Sweeten. And today we are discussing season one, episode 16, entitled, But Seriously, Folks. And I think this title refers to Bob Hope. Isn't that something he said? Yeah, but seriously, okay. folks. But seriously, but, folks. That was the, don't, uh, God, that was the word. Dave just got very sad at my Bob Hope impression. <laughs> that was, Dave does an amazing That's Bob right. Hope impression. And that was a travesty. Well, and I'm that, sorry that, to both Mr. Hope and Dave Coulier. Well, we'll leave the impressions anyway, to Dave. Yes, you know, the, but the bar is low folks, for you, so yeah, that's a Dave. But seriously, folks, is what he used to say, sort of uh, during his act. Love the reference. Yep. Um, this episode originally aired on February fifth, nineteen eighty-eight, and it goes a little something like this: Joey is humiliated at a comedy club when Phyllis Diller takes his slot and steals the show. Legend. As a result, <laughs> Joey decides to end. His comedic career. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. That's sad a big reactions. It's so big sad. Uh, it was directed by Joel Zwick. It was written by Jeff Franklin and Russell Marcus. And we have some fabulous guest stars, including me. Yeah. I'm back, yeah. baby. I oh, and are back. you? I am so and back. Are you? Yes. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes. Okay. This is um, one of my favorite scenes, too. And oh, it's it is? Because of you. Yes. 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 Oh, this good. Is, oh, oh, good. Oh, it's so great. I, I, can't I wait. remember. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. Get there. We'll get I'm there. Excited. But I do. I do also have a vivid, vivid memory yes. of, of <laughs> taping the scene. Um, okay. We also the legendary Phyllis Diller playing herself. Oh my god! Like, talk about what a get. How did we get Phyllis Diller on the show? I, right? I mean, Jeff. Jeff and his connections. Like he just knew everyone. I mean, I'm sure Bob and Dave too through their through their comedy world connections True. and stuff. And yeah, and maybe in the '80s. Well, Phyllis Diller had like her. She wasn't at the peak of her popularity anymore. So maybe oh. I think it was like. But Phyllis Diller is a legend, a comedy legend, legend a genius. I look up to her so much. She's such a brilliant uh, comedian. Oh, she is. She is. Yeah. She's. Uh, I'll just list some of her credits here. She's known, obviously, for the Phyllis Diller show, and she's done a lot of voices for shows and films like Family Guy, A Bug's Life, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Meets World, and uh, Bold and the Beautiful. Fant- I didn't know any of that. Huh. Fantastic. That's amazing. And she has the best laugh ever. Oh, it is so right. identifiable. Oh, man. Yeah. 
I know nothing about that. <laughs> uh, also guest starring is Ed Alonzo, as Ed Alonzo. Uh, and he was known for Stay- Saved by the Bell. He played Max, yeah. who the owner of Mac, the Max, which is the diner that they right. would always go to. Right. Um, and he did some other guest appearances on Murphy Brown, How I Met Your Mother, and Modern Family. He looked familiar to me. I recognize Yeah, oh yeah, him. Ed Alonzo was, uh, I mean, both of the guys, uh, Ed Alonzo and Bruce Baum were, um, I think they both did comedy stand-up stuff. Yeah. Like, at the yeah. Comedy and Magic Club, which Dave used to play at all the time. Uh, and also, like you mentioned, Bruce Baum, he plays the MC, and fun fact, he appeared uh, a total of three times in Full House. Yes. In this episode, in season three, Misadventures of Babysitting, Misadventures in Babysitting, and season five, uh, he was in an episode called Yours, Mine, and Ours, and he played the pirate. So we're going to see him again. We're going to see him again coming up. He's a great, great character. Uh, Okay, so let's get into it. We open the show in Jesse's room, where Jesse is teaching DJ how to play guitar, and Kimmy is on the keyboard. Oh, is am I? Am she I on the ever? <laughs> and is- I mean, we start with matching berets and full matching outfits. Yes, I, I'm done. This uh, I'm done. The, and the yellow socks, yeah, the berets oh. are just fantastic. I felt ber- so cool in that outfit. And you to be matching looked- with Candace. Oh, oh my man. god, you guys we were rocking it! Amazing. <laughs> I- I loved it. We were wearing bracelets because we're in this band called the Bracelets. It's very that's, appropriate. That's my my. Oh, everywhere hell. you look, Mom. did I already? It's okay. We're well, a minute okay. into this, and I've already given away. No, but I'm or... not going to give you why. I'm not going to oh, tell you why. Oh, okay, okay. Then I but we'll we'll put a pin in that, and we'll get back to it. So me and DJ are matching fabulously, and Jesse is teaching DJ some chords, and she replies, "Well, if I only had one more finger." She strums the guitar, and it makes a terrible sound. Jesse replies, "That was very good. That's very close to music." <laughs> and Kimmy replies sarcastically, not close enough. Like, Kimmy is just, Kimmy oh, is like, woke look, up and I chose am here. Violence. I didn't, she really did. She's like, I, I did not come to play. I am ready on my keyboard. DJ, I don't know what you're waiting on. Like, let's yeah. go. Like, she's so hard on DJ, but, um, yeah. I, yeah, I remember every single bit of filming the scene, not just the outfits, but, um, being, feeling insecure about playing the keyboard. Cause I didn't know, I don't really know how to play the keyboard. I had to fake it. And right. fortunately, there was that little partition in front of the keyboard, like where right, the, right, mu- right. the music goes, music uh, sheets. And so it could kind of hide my fingers. Right. Because um, you, and you know that, like from playing guitar, yeah, it's oh, yeah. horrible I to don't try to play pretend. guitar. Because for the reasons that DJ said is that I need another finger and my hands hurt and it's, uh, no. And I had to learn how to play esque for, mm-hmm. you know, later episodes for Steph uh, when right. we also revisited another band moment. Oh yeah. Um yes. I, Kimmy's just been like determined to start a band the whole time. <laughs> yeah, this is pre-girl talk. This is the, talk. this is the band before before the band. Yeah. This was yeah, the bracelets I guess couldn't couldn't get it together, so we had to make up girl a shame. talk later. It was a shame because the way you sang Venus oh. was oh. Also I loved that song. Who was it by? Banana Rama. Is it Banana Rama? Okay. Yeah, baby, she's got, got it. it. Yeah. I oh, loved that loved song. Um, they had sent me home with like a cassette tape to learn the lyrics, which I mean, now they just email you a link or whatever, you know. Now, right, right, right. We yeah. didn't have that back here's in the day. Here's a cassette. Like, here's tape. a cassette. Right. Put it in the car and listen to it on right. the way home. So that's how I learned the lyrics. Um, and John was very helpful. Like he, you know, this is music, so this was his thing. He was very yeah, helpful sure. in coaching me through the 
through singing this song and he was like, you really got to hit the love, like hit love, like love. And so yeah. he was so proud of me for saying <laughs> no love. Uh, oh, so, I was so proud of you because that yeah. was the high level. I was like, yes, Ki- Kimmy was feeling herself. She I was, was it. It, she really was. <laughs> it made it brought great joy. Um, Which this was kind of my first lesson. And hey, you got to like sell it like you have to just go big or go home. Like you can't half ass it if you're Kimmy Gibbler. Like even though I was embarrassed to be singing and pretending to play the keyboard and uh, right? you know, you're self-conscious when you're 10 years old. Oh my God. I was yeah. like, no, you got, you got to put all those insecurities to the side and just sell it and sing it. And I did. I did. And, and- man, did you? Cause I am buying what you're selling. <laughs> I would, I would have bought a, a, an album from Kimmy solo. Just Kimmy solo. Bracelets right? or not just, you know, Kimmy's solo career. I I'm in. I also remember, um, so Joel Zwick directed this episode, and right. I remember, I think this is the first episode he directed that I was in, and he was he terrified me. Like, he was a screamer, or he's always been a screamer. Right, And right. he wasn't yelling at me, but just yelling, ah, you know, just yelling right. at he people just, in general, right, right, right. just to pay attention and get it together. Now, right, and also, Joel is not a, a man of large stature either, no, so he, no. was, it, he was just like, and what did Bob always say? He was like, such an angry little man. Like, but he was yes, an angry little man. Yeah, but and he, and he was, uh, but not angry. Just like that was just how Joel was. Um, yes. But yeah, he definitely was a uh, like you. You know what I mean? He was you were a like, yeller. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So my the, my this being my first interaction with him, I was terrified. I was just like, no, like I, I don't want to mess up. Don't mess up. Don't screw right. up. Like just I don't want to be yelled at him. And later on, I was like, oh, it's just Joel. You know, that's right? Just- Which is it's so funny because he's such a sweetheart. Like he's he, so he sweet. really is. He's such a part of the family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yep. he was just loud, and you know, he just had a, a way he wanted things, and yep. he was very vocal <laughs> about it when they didn't happen. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, I love Joel. He was just he's the best. Um, okay, so Jesse cues up this song. I'm singing Venus by yeah, Banana Rama. Yep. And DJ's trying to keep up, but she can't. So she just finally just butts in singing and uses the back of her guitar like a drum and smacking it with her hands. That's exactly what you should do when all else fails. <laughs> well, I was turn so it concerned. into a drum and keep going. Well, and I was so concerned. I'm like her her bracelets were slapping on the on the back of the guitar and it was scratching up the guitar. And I was I remember being distracted by that. I was just like, oh, you know, don't. Don't scratch the props. Don't scratch right, the guitar. Right, right. But, you know, she had Don't to sell that moment the props. too. Sign the props. Don't scratch the props. <laughs> it's early lessons we've learned <laughs> or tried to learn. Yes. <laughs> um, so Jesse and Kimmy are just staring at DJ and DJ strums another bad chord right when Danny walks in and Danny says, oh, that was beautiful. So at least she's got one fan of yeah. her terrible musical skills right every parent is like that was the best version of hot cross buns on the recorder i've ever heard and then yes they go clean up the blood from their ears i remember remember the recorder i played the recorder in middle school isn't that everyone is that still a requirement sixth grade grade, you have to play the recorder wow see that's in hot cross buns wow that you just unlocked a core memory right there (laughs) uh so danny announces that tonight is joey's big night and it's time to go Kimmy suggests that maybe DJ should stay home and practice. In fact, she may have to drop out of school. <laughs> DJ tell her, tells her to lighten up. It's that type of attitude that broke up the Go-Go's. Okay. I don't know if that's really why the Go-Go's broke up. I thought it was more about drug addiction and I feel like, creative differences, but I don't know. 
I mean, I'm, I, I don't, I have no idea. I don't know much about the Go Go's uh, or, or why they broke up or when. And I'm sure at the time that that joke was like, oh, ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Right, people that joke got hit it. And now we're back like, in wait, 1988. What? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/howrude today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/howrude. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, AB? Will you uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> Bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair, Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So we cut to the living room where Danny is helping Joey adjust his bolo tie, which he's wearing over another very colorful Joey, typical Joey shirt. And that hot pink fuchsia jacket. Oh, that was fantastic. Right? That with was the like shirt with bananas and things on it. Yeah. And the, 
and those very pants. colorful. Yeah. <laughs> the high-waisted pants. Yeah, yeah. Dave looked great. So Joey wants to try out this new bit. So uh, he wants to try it on a Danny. And so he says, hello, Wilbur. I'm going to visit all my friends in prison. Danny guesses Mr. Ed. And Joey corrects him. Nope. It's Mr. Ed Meese. Don't Which, get the reference. I, I had to look this up, too. Okay, I'm like, look at look. I'm surprised I didn't look it up, but I think I was like, let's... Uh, what yeah, what what, uh, what, is, what, what reference is, Ed is Mies? this? <laughs> and is it is it only one Ed Meese, thus making him Ed Mice? No, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, Jody or Ed Mouse? Okay. <laughs> no, Ed Meese was Ronald Reagan's uh, right hand man and also oh. the Attorney General during the Reagan administration. Oh God! Um, and he was involved in the scandal, the WedTech scandal, which was a scandal about right. how they. They gave out government contracts. I don't know. It's all very political yeah, yeah. and confusing. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, there's a lot but going on. Ed Meese ended up. And on all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and Ed yeah. Meese ended up resigning in 1988. So I feel like this was a very timely. It was a very time. Right, joke right, right. At the time, because it was probably in the news a lot. But you know, here we are 36, 37 years later, and we're like, what? Who's Ed Meese? And we don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I, you know, had I been paying more attention during the Reagan administration, I, I would have been like, oh, that guy. But well, you uh, were five. Like, I was you know, five. So I wasn't, five. yeah, that wasn't that interested politically yet. But nope. yeah. Nope. Same. Same here. Yeah. But but it's funny to me because both the Mr. Ed joke and Mr. Ed Meese, t- today's audience, kids are probably like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Mr. Ed. Like, I mean, that yeah, was Mr. Still, Ed. I, I remember watching Mr. Ed, right. But, I have a feeling that Gen Zers probably Gen Zs. are like, what? Yeah. Who's Ed? Ed who? The, the, and a lot of these jokes, I feel like this might be a controversial opinion, but I feel like the the even for a show for an episode about comedy acts, the jokes are really bad. I feel like they needed a writer to to come in and just punch up all the jokes because like this Ed Meese joke, I, the Go Go's, like a lot of these references. I'm like, no, they need they need to punch it up a little bit. I I mean, I don't want to. Have you seen most of the show? I mean. Some of our jokes are a little, you know, family sitcom of the 80s. I'm just, yes, like, I'm yes, just true. saying I'm not knocking that. It right. was exactly why it was a hit. I'm just saying I feel like if elevated comedy is what you're looking for, you mm-hmm. might want to want to look elsewhere to look to keep going down the block well hey yeah. i i appreciate all the cheesiness about this show uh, but the ed Meese joke really it's, put, yes. put me over the I edge i think it's just it's not 1988 anymore no it's not and so yeah these jokes didn't hold up so uh, you know well. just an opinion just my opinion. okay no i get it i get it i get it okay we just got seventeen thousand letters of hate mail no i'm just kidding <laughs> From well, from uh, Ed Meese's uh, prison constituents, apparently, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, so Danny follows Joey around the living room, helping him put on his bright pink blazer. And Joey feels like tonight is going to be his night. There's a talent scout from HBO that's going to be at the comedy club scouting for new talent for a big comedy special, which Danny points out that Joey has mentioned a thousand times. And right now, Joey plays his that canned laughter recorder. He holds up that machine again and so, plays his canned laughter. Right. I mean, hey, if no one else is going to laugh at him, you might as well bring your own bring well, your own yeah, laughter. I mean, that's how eighty sitcoms were made, right? Yeah. <laughs> if no one's laughing, bring your own. It'll be fine. B Y O L. Bring your own laughter. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, so Jesse, DJ, and Michelle come downstairs carrying suitcases, bags, and an, an overstuffed, <laughs> oversized Mr. Pandy. stuffed. Yes, Mr. Mr. Pandy. Pandy. Last time we saw Mr. Pandy was uh, in the Return of Grandma episode where you were struggling right. to carry him in and out of the house. Glad right. to see that Mr. Pandy is back. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse remarks that Michelle can either spend the night at Grandma's or six months in Europe. You know, he's got a lot of self-awareness there, right. how much they've packed for this kid. So Joey tells Michelle to give him a kiss for good luck and holds out his cheek. Danny kisses him instead and then holds up <laughs> Joey's canned laughter machine again. That was actually kind of, that was a good use of the canned laughter moment. It was. I that, appreciated that. That that joke worked, you know. Not all the jokes worked this episode, but that joke no. did work. So Jesse decides to be supportive of Joey for a moment and tells him he's going to be great tonight. Joey exits out the front door while exclaiming, tonight is going to be my night. Yes. That's never a sign for concern in a television show. Right. When he's so, he's so certain that this is his night. Uh, Yeah, that's definitely setting up the rest of the episode. So DJ uh, comes downstairs telling everythey need to go. She's dressed in all black. She looks very 80s, almost like a Madonna, oh. Debbie Gibson inspired look with very the black hat. Very Debbie Gibson, the hat. The hat and the curly that hair hat. swept the off side to the side. Pony. Oh. oh, yeah. She looked cool. Like she was yeah, ready yeah. to go to a club. Like she looked yeah. great. Yeah. And Jesse says, "Well, wait, we can't go yet uh, because his date hasn't showed up and boy is he nervous." And I got to admit, <laughs> at first I was like, "Okay, what babe oh. is going to walk in now? You know what Bodacious blonde is going to walk in. <laughs> this one. And in walks um, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. I rem- oh, I remember that dress. Like, I, the little, like, beads and stuff on oh, it. Yeah, it was a beautiful um, white dress. Cream-colored yeah, yeah. dress. Cream-colored um, dress. The the coat. Oh, I loved that coat. Like a little, little faux little fur faux coat. faux fur coat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that and was, Mary, Jane, I, Mary Jane slip-on shoes. They were so yes. cute. Patent shoes. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. I was in tights because it, oh, why course. not? Because you had to wear tights. That that Ugh. elevates the look completely. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nothing like making your legs look a strange white color just really <laughs> pulls off an outfit. Uh, especially when you're already wearing a white, white dress. Um, but yeah, I remember being dressed up in that and feeling like very done. You know what I mean? Was just, I, you were so yeah. grown up. So yeah, grown yeah. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were ready to go to a club, comedy club. Yeah, with an orange in my purse, because... This is such a funny... This is such a random, funny Stephanie thing. Um, So, yeah, DJ asks, why why do you need a purse? And Stephanie replies, because I have woman things I need on a date. And she takes out money for a phone call. Okay. Right. Keys to somewhere. Useful. And then, of course, an orange. (laughs) And DJ rolls her eyes. Like, what? What you if, might need a snack. What if you? Yeah. You what know? if your blood sugar gets low and your you blood need to, sugar like, gets yeah. low? You don't want to be getting scurvy. You no. know what I mean? You gotta you know, keep up with your vitamin C intake. I mean, it's you know, just thinking ahead. That, Steph's trying to be healthy, conscious. Steph she could have had planner. cookies. She right. could have had cookies, but no, she brought fruit. Good for. I am proud of Stephanie. See? Good for yeah. her for planning yeah. ahead and being healthy. Right. And it. she's like, I'm probably going to get lost. I should bring some quarters for a phone call. Yeah, because that's you needed quarters back in the day for the pay phones, which don't exist anymore. Mm, right? Yep. So uh, Jesse takes Stephanie's arm and leads her to the front door, making sure that he squats down to her height. <laughs> and so 
This is so cute. They continue out the door while thanking each other. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. And thank Danny remarks, Danny remarks, what a lovely couple. This is so cute. I love these bits between you and John. Like I can yeah, just see Steph this connection. And Uncle Jesse had a really cute little like bond. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And that lasted for all eight years and then into Fuller House too. You guys yeah. still, you know, you were like, Stephanie was like the Jesse of, of yeah, Fuller Steph, House. Yeah, Steph and, and Uncle Jesse that definitely had that little like connection of, mm-hmm. you know, the music and the snark and all of it. Yeah, I love it. I love that they were already, you know, laying the groundwork this early at yes. age age five or six. They were already, you know, setting the groundwork. Uh, so we cut later to the comedy club where a magician is finishing up a magic trick. Uh, that poor duck. Yeah, it yeah. Just, I was they, like, oh no. Yeah, I was like, uh, where is the duck? I okay. Think, so the, yeah, Ed Alonzo places a cover over a fire, and then when he lifts the cover up, it reveals the duck. Then he puts the duck into a magic box that looks like a microwave, but it's not a microwave. And suddenly a woman pops up and everybody's impressed. They all clap and Stephanie shouts, well, what happened to the duck? Like, of course, See, you're going to say It was so funny because my first reaction when he like the fire, I'm like, oh, no, that duck. And then in my line, my first line is what happened to the duck? I'm like, yes. oh, I really am Stephanie and you she are. is me. And our main concern was like. Is the duck okay? Right. That was your only concern. Like, yeah. Not even appreciating the comedy I mean, or the magic. Where the ma- hell did magic? the duck come from? Where, how, what happened? What, what did it, did it burn its little webbed feet on the fire? Oh, yeah. Where did it go? When the woman came out, that duck just, that duck was smushed into some compartment somewhere. Yep. It, I, I, it, the duck is not loving being a part of a magic show. Okay, no, no. I, I, you know, I'm surprised we didn't get any, a lot of letters from PETA or anybody else concerned about it was the, the 80s. welfare no, of the that duck. Was, the welfare of the duck wasn't a thing yet, you know? There's like, yeah, there, were, there was a small fringe bit, but now it would have been like a CGI duck or we would have just used oh. the duck, uh, the ceramic duck. The ceramic duck, yeah. And the ceramic duck would have been in the magic trick. That- <laughs> Why didn't they use the ceramic Much duck? Much harder to make fit into a small space in order to, mm. you know, Squish into something, but possible. Now that's magic. <laughs> I, lo- I love that duck. Uh, I so, love that amphibian. I love that. Amphib- I love that. I love that bird. So uh, Bruce, the MC, announces that next up after a short break will be Joey Gladstone. So Joey sits down with the family and says, "Don't look now, but the guy from HBO is sitting right behind you." And of course, the entire family turns around simultaneously to stare at him. And it's the food critic from Ratatouille. No, it's, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know, Ratatouille, there's like the, the food critic and everyone's all nervous. Oh, like, I don't oh. know why it reminded me of that moment. Yeah. Well, you know. Sorry. Random. That's okay. That's, we can cut that. That wasn't that, that funny. It The payoff wasn't great for that. I, I thought it was funny and I'm then amused. I had to explain it. I'm amused. Party of one. That's, uh, that's how you know a joke went over is when someone goes, I'm amused. Yeah. That's, that's, that is how Joey's jokes go over in the, this scene. So yes. I'm killing it oh. um okay moving oh. right along uh danny is diller to interrupt when you need her <laughs> she's coming she's coming <laughs> danny tells joey to break a leg which confuses stephanie and danny explains to her that it means good luck and so stephanie tells joey to poke an eye out <laughs> i'm gonna tell you that from now on i think we need to bring that back i think poking an eye every out time you go be. on stage i'm gonna be like jody poke an eye poke out. an eye out <laughs> I, I and then i will 
You probably Spe- will. Speaking of things that make me want to poke my eyes out, though, just mm. can we reference the clowns that are in oh. the background of this scene? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was going to be my everywhere you look because that's. Oh, the, but well. it, they are everywhere you look, though. They're so scary. Like they're not even cute clowns. They're just terrifying. Are there such a thing? Well, no. I think all clowns are creepy. They're a little. They're a little creepy. They're a little creepy. But these ones were extra. Extra creepy. Yeah. And just yeah. hovering, hovering. And, God, it was just, why? I don't know. Why do that? I don't know. Why do that to your, why? I would have known we were at a magic club when the duck disappeared. True. I didn't need there to be clowns. True. Yeah. No, yeah, and maybe. And actually, I'm just remembering now, when Joey exits the scene, when he exits the living room scene, there's a clown in his duffel bag. Because how else would we know he's going to a comedy club? No, I didn't notice that. Wow. So clown, the, the, the set dresser was probably like, okay, clowns. Clowns show that we are at a comedy club. So let's just throw some clowns into this scene. It just, it was distracting. I found it distracting. I found it the beginning of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. This is how it all starts. This is how it all starts. This is how the entire cast of Full House get sucked into a horror movie so they go and the the things come to life the the <laughs> magic clown from joey's bag comes to life and takes out the entire tanner family i'm not gonna sleep for you. tonight Jeez. <laughs> this scene is getting worse by the minute uh so joey gets but ready but wait oh but wait yeah the then best, it gets better the best is yet to come Joey gets ready to go on stage, and right as Bruce starts to introduce him, we hear a very distinctive laugh coming from the audience. And Bruce says, I know that laugh. It's and Phyllis it's not mine. Diller. No, it's not yours. Your, your laugh could rival Phyllis Diller's. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got it. Maybe I was like, this lady's got a good laugh. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to take gonna, that in. I'm going to take that laugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Phyllis Diller just looks fabulous. Oh, oh she's, she's so great. I love her. She's, and I didn't, you know what? And I didn't know that I loved her then, right? Because I was a kid. But like I've, I read up so much about like the sort of comedy history and like the the women of stand up comedy oh, and how yeah. they had to fight tooth oh. and nail to get. And Phyllis Diller was one that really, um, you know, and it, she she was a real pioneer in in women mm. in comedy, but in comedy um, stand up comedy for women. So wow. I just. Big hats off to her. And I it's totally. so amazing that like, you know, what a legend. What a legend. And yeah, we had we had no appreciation for it back then. No. But now we can totally appreciate what she did for, yeah. for women and you in know, comedy. The divorce jokes at the time, not so funny. Now mm. I totally get it. I yeah. I'm like, that's where that's there I got my material. That's where you got okay. it from. <laughs> So Phyllis Diller uh, gets up and takes a bow. She makes a joke about how she's had so many things lifted. She just rises automatically. <laughs> and the audience is going nuts. So for great. This. They love it. Bruce begs Phyllis to come on stage to tell a few jokes, and the audience cheers. Joey is upset because this was supposed to be his night. Joey's upset. Joey's upset. Phyllis Diller Joey. takes the stage and starts doing her bit about her wedding to Fang, who I had to look this up to. Uh, was her imaginary husband who who she frequently mentions in her comedy acts. Right. Fang, okay. Oh, you knew this, okay. Yeah. Uh, the audience is going crazy. They love it, and Joey looks so dejected in the corner. He's leaning on a piano next to that weird clown, and he just right. looks Could he so pick sad. not a better corner so we didn't have that no. in the background? It's so, it's so depressing. 
Uh, we pause for a commercial break and we come back to Still in the Comedy Club where Phyllis Diller is still doing her stand-up. She can't believe that she's been up there for an hour. And Joey clarifies, no, it's been an hour and a half. He's very bitter. That's a hell of a set, that's you know, a, that's to a, just, that's a, I, that's impressive. That is an HBO special. That's a is. long HBO special. And, you know, good thing the guy was there in the audience. Yeah, she just does this off the cuff and, you know, without planning or preparation, she just gets up there and delivers a 90-minute set. Very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, so Phyllis Diller finally leaves the stage to enormous applause, and several patrons also get up and leave the club after her. Bruce tries to get them to stay, but he gives up and ends up pulling a monster mask out of a box of oat boats. Did you Which see the, bo- was- the oat boats? Why is he? Oh, wait. Well, I, yes, I wrote down oat boats. And then the joke <laughs> happened, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. Was it, it was cringy? It was, it, well, yes. But it was, was it, it was Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh. That was what that monster was. Okay. And I, I, I mean, it, Ghostbusters was, it was, it was big around the same time. Yeah, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Eighty okay. five, eighty six, eighty six, something like that. I could be wrong, but I feel like that was something. But it, um, it was, it was neither a good magic trick nor a funny joke. No, and uh, no. I also would have left the club if you know, because it, it's <laughs> after Phyllis Diller. It's obviously not getting any better. So no. I'm gonna go. No, Bruce. Yeah. Bruce just needs to stick to emceeing. He should not be doing comedy and or I magic. Always, is it just me, or does he remind you of um, David Crosby? Oh, from yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I yeah, always, I, I, I'd always be like, oh, hey, that. Oh no, that's not that. Mm, it's Bruce. It's Bruce Ball. Yeah, yeah. It was the mustache and the hair. And yeah, the I see the resemblance though. Maybe David Crosby is Bruce Baum. Oh, weird. More fanfic. That that's that's yeah. This <laughs> just now. This is just. Be bored. Okay. okay. <laughs> so Joey finally hops up on stage uh, to the mediocre applause from the handful Ugh. of patrons left. What a terrible yeah, feeling. Yeah, who wants to fo- who wants to follow Phyllis Diller? No. It's like getting up on stage after, you know, like some, after Seinfeld, you're like, I'm just going to go home. I'm done. It's so painful. No thanks. I really felt for Joey in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joey starts doing his stand-up routine and several more patrons get up and walk out. Ouch. Oh, the, good. the jokes that's just aren't funny and you can practically smell Joey's desperation to make people laugh. Ooh. It is so awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Have you, I know you're, do, you're doing comedy. Have you ever had a moment like this where you're just bombing on stage and you have to keep going and hoping people don't leave or you've, I, I imagine mean, your, I, your sets are well attended, but. Have you had that fear? That well, first of, of all, I love that uh, you give me enough credit that I uh, somehow am an expert in this field or that I know things. But uh, <laughs> I've the 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 handful of times I've gotten up to do like an original set, mm-hmm. it's usually been pretty quick. I haven't bombed yet, but I mm. will say that's kind of par for the course. Um, but I I definitely have had moments where I'm like doing uh, my family dinner show, mm-hmm. which uh, is the live comedy show that I do where I will have a moment where I'm like, oh no, like either either the the train is going off the <laughs> off the track, which is usually the case. Yeah. Or I'm like, I rushed through something or I did like you kind of get in your head and yeah. you know how that is. Once you oh. get in your head, like it's all over. But no, I have out. not yeah. um I have not yet bombed uh like Joey. But I feel okay. like I also would be like, and I'm done. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. It would be, yeah. Kind of joy- yeah. It's a, it's an, uh, it's a pretty soul shattering when you go up to be funny and oh. people are like, that's, oh. don't do that. 
terrible feeling. Well, I'll make sure to, I need to come to one of your comedy sets and I will he- make sure to heckle you and try yes, to throw you off do. as much we as have, possible. We have one coming up in a couple of weeks. So oh, good. Uh, it's oh, yeah. our, our Thanksgiving one. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Send, send me deets. Send me deets. I will. Anyway. Okay, so the next day, uh, the family comes into Joey's room. They're looking for him because they're worried that he didn't come home last night. Joey walks out of the bathroom, and he's dressed in a sharp gray three-piece suit with his hair slicked back. Looking fabulous, by the way. I was like, okay, see, Joey's new look, like... I love it. Minus the... Now, they've got a haircut around this time, right? Oh, it looks like it, yeah. He he must have gotten a haircut. Or is it just slicked back? It was uh, maybe it was just slicked back. I I thought it was it actually was cut. Okay, but regardless, Dave looked. I mean, he he was ready for uh, set with the the Michael Douglas movie Wall Street or oh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight out of Wall Street, which is um, exactly what he was going for because mm-hmm. that's just you know obviously you can jump right into being a stockbroker <laughs> straight from. Straight from the stage to a stockbroker. Right. Of course. Incredibly transferable skills. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, We also have a, we have a producer note here uh, from, uh, from our producer, Daniel Fischel, (laughs) who says, Oh no, I don't think she'll mind. Okay. If she minds, if she minds that I'm saying this, we'll have to cut it, but uh, I don't think, I don't think she's going to mind. So uh, Danielle says that Joe, not Joey, Joe as a businessman is hot, 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 hotter than John Stamos. I, would second that wow. in a not weird way, but I definitely, wow. yeah, that is a bold and it's also statement. like something about a well fitted three piece suit, man. It's yeah, it's uh, and also I'm not the, the long hair maybe was the thing, the mullet. Once he cut his hair, it's the, the mullet. The mullet think, turned me think, off. Yeah, I think it's an aversion to mullets. Yeah, I have the same aversion to to mullets as well. Well, we so, lived through the eighties. It's right. it's a it's a trigger, you know. It's a trigger. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I will second Danielle on that. Okay. I, I think, um, I think Joe, the stockbroker, mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, is, would, would rival, would rival, rival Uncle Jay on a, oh. yeah. Wow. I wonder how, uh, John Which feels feel weird to that. even say. I'm like, I know. I don't I this feel, is weird. I'm, I feel awkward I guess with it's this like whole conversation because they're like our older brothers or uncles or, you know, that like they're just, there's been zero yeah, attraction. But you can, you know, look, when someone looks good, you can be like, yeah, you look great. That's true. And That's, I can it's appreciate like a, that Joey looks, yeah. he's cleaned up very nicely. Cleaned I can, up. I can acknowledge really that. Really well. Absolutely. Really, really well. Uh, so the family is stunned. Jesse touches Joey's hair and remarks he's been moosing. And Joey asks to be called Joe from here on out. Okay. So Joe explains that he had a revelation last night. That big break isn't coming. So he's going to venture into the business world. I'm going to get a real job and make some real money, he explains. DJ is upset and asks, what about your comedy? (laughs) DJ's upset. Joey explains that there comes a point in your life where you just have to say to yourself, I tried and I failed. DJ, oh, DJ absorbs well, this advice. Yeah. It's, I mean, it know, is true sometimes, though. Sometimes yeah. you got to go, that was not for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm torn on this advice because I think at some point you got to cut your losses and move on. But at the same time, don't give up on your dream. You know, it's, I'm torn. Yeah, I'd like to think that too. I, yeah. I am a little bit of both. Okay. It's a, yeah. Depends on the situation, I guess. That's true. If Reg- you're, it, right. If you're doing stand-up comedy and you can't, eat anymore it might be time to think about getting a day job yeah i don't think you have to do one or the other i think true you can do both that's true that's i would say do both okay that's the lesson 
Yeah. Like Joey could be a stockbroker who also does stand-up comedy at night. Yeah. yeah. Why do you have to choose? You don't have to choose. You don't have to choose. No. Don't let anyone make you choose. Aww. Do it all. Oh, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, today. No, that's <laughs> terrible advice because then you're going to get confused and overwhelmed. Well, Joey says he's just glad he found this out now and not when he's 46 years old. He says, I'm quitting. Which is comedy. not old, by the way. It's not old. That's younger than I am. That is not old at all. Uh, so he exclaims, I am quitting comedy. And then he covers up his poster of Charlie Chaplin with a poster of Lee Iacocca. <laughs> Who I'm sure every also with the Ed Meese uh, of it all. It's like, just, what are there's these this references? this episode really has some dated references. It's niche, but, yeah. Um, Lee Iacocca was obviously a, a famous businessman in the '80s. I want to say I think Ford. Yeah, he created the Mustang. He uh, yes, the Mustang and the mini minivan, I believe. Right. Yeah, he was he very big in like sort of revolution, and he was you know seen as like a very Mr. Businessman. Yes. Kind of he guy. was like the standard. You would always compare everyone to Lee Iacocca. He was the, the standard in the automobile I mean, the industry. name is fun to say. It but is. I just want to call him like Lee Iacocca net. Lee Iacocca. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Lee Iacocca. It just rolls off the tongue. It, just, it really it? does. I like saying it, <laughs> Lee Iacocca. Uh, it sounds. I'm just, I'm just gonna call you in the middle of the night and be oh, like, Lee, I oh no, you know what? He, uh, uh, the Mustang and the Ford Pinto. So you know, you win some and you lose oh, some. Oh, okay. Because okay. I feel like the Pinto did not. That did do not well. Yeah, that did was not. not the one that kept blowing up because the where they placed the. Uh, oh. When it got into rear uh, accidents, that it would. Um, it would. It would explode because up? of the placement Whoa. of the. Uh, of the gas tank. Oh, the Pinto. It was oh, more Pinto. Prone. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not good. And then there was the Nova. What's the Nova? Yeah. The Nova was uh, a Chevy Nova, but it didn't do well in Spanish-speaking countries because Nova, Nova, means no go. Oh, really? So <laughs> to name a car, this is the Chevy Whoops. Nova. Yeah. Somebody botched that. Yeah. Wow. But it wasn't okay. Lee Iacocca. I'll bet you that. He did not. Yeah. He no. would have known. No, he would have known. <laughs> Uh, but also, I love it. Where did he get a poster of Lee Iacocca? I don't know. Do they sell these in gift stores? Like, I don't know where he got this poster. Right? Was it like the specific. yeah, the like Reaganomics Supermart or whatever? <laughs> you know, of like the eighties. Just came with a Michael P. Keaton. Uh, uh, it was a two for one. Maybe you yeah, know? just it, part of your oat boat box. You know, just pull. It's your prize you from pull, your oat right, boat yeah, cereal. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> pull out a poster of Lee Iacocca. Now that would be great. Great merch, like selling <laughs> boxes of oat boats with Lee Iacocca posters inside. Oh, yeah, I'm sure people, I would be lining up for it. What the? Sorry, that's I, some great. That I've is, had too much time great. off. I'm really slap happy. That's all right. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, AB? Will you uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there? Jody Sweeten. Well, may I suggest the all new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free, and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, 
time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late '80s and go on a phone free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes, let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree, <gasps> where there's not even a cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm gonna braid my hair into a rat tail and. <laughs> Bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair, Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Jody Sweeten. And Andrea Barber. And Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate raspberry and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient? Seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars with ingredients like cashews, almond, seeds, and jalapeno. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Mm. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. Oh, mine is for sure. These six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts with mesquite smoked sea salt. Mm. Well, it's the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit, and Nuts bars and Kind Savory bars. Shop at KindSnacks.com today. Um, Okay, so we cut to later on in the living room. Uh, Danny, Jesse, and Michelle walk in the front door after touring every daycare center in the Northern Bay area. Because once Joey finds a job, they're going to lose a babysitter. Danny starts reviewing the pamphlets they brought home, and he says, Oh, I like this one. Piggly Wiggly's Fitness and Daycare Center, specializing in toddler aerobics. Why would you name a fitness center Piggly Wiggly's? I don't know. I mean, first of all, it's the name of a grocery store or like right. a small food. But but Fig- Piggly Widley- Wiggly's Fitness and Daycare Center. It's oddly specific. Like, I mean, do it, toddlers right? need it, to work out? Like, I don't think they need right? it, specialized it feels, fitness. I've, maybe we didn't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe everything could have been different. But yeah, it was. but they specialize in toddler aerobics. Love it. And it, there's, um, a free, there's a free headband or sweatband that Jesse immediately puts on Michelle. Were everywhere, <laughs> everywhere in the eighties, everyone needed a sweatband. Were people sweating a lot? Was it like I don't know? And I've worn those sweatbands before in like marathons, and like it hurts. Like after twenty minutes, yeah. you start to get a headache. So they're not really well, useful. For, I have a small peanut head, so I could probably wear uh, a rubber band and be okay. But. <laughs> 
Well, I was worried about the but baby. Yeah. I was like, oh, don't hurt the baby's head. She also, we have the same size head, the same circumference <laughs> okay. head. I have a, a toddler's head. <laughs> so basically. Michelle was fine, right? Okay. She was fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that was the funniest bit. Oh, this is all leading up to this incredible moment. Like, it, this is just one of the most hilarious scenes in the entire run of the show. Uh, Danny and Jesse start aerobicizing to this music. They're lifting their arms. Looks the, <laughs> like the lankiest spider of a man. Like sometimes he would just look so like gangly when Gang- he did. Yes. Like, and it was, gangly. yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and a, I mean that with love, but like yeah. he, even he would say like he just, ha- he was so tall and had like long limbs and yeah. it just looked so ridiculous. It's like he hadn't grown into his limbs yet. And he right. Was just yeah, I don't think he ever about. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> so. all over the place. It's so funny. They're so enthusiastic and they're trying to coax Michelle into copying them. And Michelle's ain't, she's not having it. She's she just looks them up and down. was the best. She looked, she fully was like. <laughs> she looked them up yeah, and down. Like, yeah. Just like you have lost your mind. It was amazing. <laughs> and again, this, you can't script this stuff. Like it's either like the baby does it or she doesn't. And right. she and, did yeah, it. it was and you so never know. Funny. It was so great. And then, uh, yeah, he said, obviously, you're secure with those chubby little legs of yours. And she was like, mm, so cute. She's nodding. Oh, it's so oh my cute. God. This, I, Such I a love cute that scene. bit. Love that bit. The, and the audience is just rolling. They're rolling. Yes. They love it so much. So Joey then walks in the door. He's still in his suit and tie. And he announces that he got two more job offers, a bank teller and a stockbroker trainee. But he makes excuses for why he's turning down both jobs. One is located on a steep hill, and the other one served instant coffee. Deal breakers. I, I mean, I get it. Have you ever walked up some of those steep hills in San Francisco? You had to do that every day? I'd be yeah. like, I'm, mm-mm, no, I'm going to find a bottom of the hill one. That's kind of a good point. I didn't think, yeah, you're right. This very is in San Francisco. Steep. So very steep. Joey's Although, got a legitimate complaint here. He would have had a great butt by the end of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So there's, you know. Pluses and minuses. Pluses and minuses. Well, he's and clearly- instant coffee. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. At a, for a stockbroker, no, no, no. Real coffee. They need the real no. stuff. Yeah, yeah. They do. No, no Sanka or whatever it is that <laughs> stir in coffee. Yeah. No. Uh, so Jesse reveals that Joey has received eight job offers and he's managed to find something wrong with all eight of them. I know people like that. <laughs> Joey claims that he doesn't want to rush into anything like he did with comedy. So Stephanie arrives home from school and she greets Joey with a hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. (laughs) And she asks if Joey wants to watch cartoons. And Joey responds, nope, he's going to read the Wall Street Journal instead. And he leaves. Steph is so sad. She's like, oh, I miss the old Joey. And Danny agrees. Danny thinks that Joey isn't really happy about giving up comedy, which is why he keeps turning down jobs. So later in Jesse's room, we find Jesse giving another guitar lesson to DJ. She is still struggling to get these chords right. Frustrated, DJ hands the guitar back to Jesse and proclaims that she stinks. And this is just too hard. It's all too hard, but I have to say the matching socks and sweatshirt in this were an 80s moment. She looked great, yeah. 80s moment. Yeah. Fabulous. That, that made up for all of the, the bad guitar playing. Is that She looks fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and a banana clip, too? Come on. Oh, yeah, the banana clip. Peak 80s. Yeah, yeah. Peak 80s. I love it. I miss banana clips. Not to be confused with a banana hammock. Correct. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying, Jody. We don't want to. <laughs> wow. Two very different things. Very different purposes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like the ones in your kitchen that hold the bananas in the little hammock. Come on. Sure. Okay, sure. 
can't believe you. Uh, moving on. So Jesse then tells the story of a little boy who was so inspired by Elvis, uh, by Elvis's music that he traded in his bike for a guitar at a pawn shop and practiced day and night, night and day, until one day the music just surged through his body and fingertips and suddenly he could play this. And Jesse strums an impressive bit on the guitar. He reveals that he was the little boy in this story. And DJ replies sarcastically, big surprise there. <laughs> it's like we all knew, Jesse, that we were, right. we were talking about yourself. The moment he started with Elvis, we were like, ah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then DJ says, I think I'll take this guitar down to the pawn shop and get myself a new bike. She's thinking. That's, yeah. She's resourceful. You know, hey. She's resourceful. She announces she will never be a bracelet because she quits. She says, I tried and I failed. I want to figure this out before I turn 46. She says, clearly quoting Joey. Way to go, Joey. You've rubbed <sighs> off on this child. So Jesse shouts for Danny and says they need to come up with an idea to get Joey back into comedy. Danny says he likes this attitude. And we cut to the comedy club. We're back in the comedy club. Oh, back with the clowns. Back with the clowns. There's no Phyllis Diller this time. Right. The three, three guys are sitting at a table. It is amateur night. And Jesse has led Joey to believe that they're all down there to watch Jesse try out some new tunes on his guitar. Bruce, the MC, introduces yeah. Jesse, and Jesse takes the stage. Jesse announces, wait, there's been a change in plans, and he's actually going to start his career as a stand-up comedian and tell some jokes tonight. And Joey's oh. like, are you kidding me? Jesse pulls out a piece of paper for reference and starts badly retelling Joey's Mr. Ed Meese joke from earlier, but he totally botches the punchline and says Ed Moose, which is, no, I, that's not it. I mean, yeah, you can't confuse Meese and Moose. Right. Because it's mice. It's mice. It's Ed Mice. <laughs> right. Mouse plural. Gets you every time. <laughs> Joey is incredulous. Not only is Jesse stealing his jokes, but he's butchering them. Danny's Which is like, the worst. Oh. Like, as a comedian, to have your joke stolen and then just murdered like that? Yeah. Just terrible. That's painful. But funny enough, you know, John has such a connection to stand-up. Not only, you know, obviously with Bob and, and yeah. uh, Dave, but he was really good friends with Don Rickles. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Mr. Mr. Warmth, Mr. Warmth, Mr. Personality. What did they, what was the, uh, what, I forget what they. I don't remember. I think it was Mr. Warmth, whatever, okay. who was notorious for just ripping into people with his jokes. It was so funny. Oh. So, so oh, funny. Um, I actually have a funny John story Ooh. about, and with Don Rickles and Little Wayne. Wait, you do? Okay. Yeah, this is a random okay. side tangent. Please I'm share. sorry, but. That's okay. Um. When I was working in treatment, uh, in drug and alcohol treatment, John was doing his show Grandfathered oh, yeah. with Josh Peck. Mm -hmm. And they were shooting at a location that was right next to um, the building that I worked at. Okay. And randomly someone was like, hey, John Stamos is shooting a show down there. I was like, no shit. So what? I just, no way. I walked over there and was like, hey, <laughs> like just an obnoxious person. You're like, hi, right? Uncle Jesse. Right. Bob was there. <gasps> John was there. Don Rickles, Little Wayne, wow. and somebody, like, it was the most, and it was some scene, and Don Rickles, I, and I just sat over there for a little while, and Don Rickles was making the most hilarious, inappropriate oh, wow. jokes. Oh. It was so funny, and I, it was, like, such a fun <laughs> thing. I, you know, like I said, I had been, I kind of moved on from, from entertainment, and to, like, yeah. be back in that little scenario oh. with them was just such a wonderful moment. But, yeah, I remember uh, seeing them live in action. It was Hilarious. How Don Rickles was a genius. Yeah. And how fortuitous, too, that it just happened to be 
It was so right big, next yeah. door. Super oh. random. Yeah. Yeah. How fun. Anyway, what that's a, a random side note. Uh, Love it. Talking about John and stand up and Don Rickles. Yeah, no, I, I didn't put two and two together until you just said that, that John does have a history with, with stand-up comedians, yeah. yeah. Not, and not just Bob and Dave. Yeah. Okay, so Jesse continues to screw up Joey's material. He's mispronouncing everything. He's truly terrible. And as Joey says, this Punch is- Punchline before the joke, it was oh, yeah. all bad. Just he all bad. He can't do anything right. And Joey says, this is comedy murder. And John is really actually very funny doing terrible comedy. Yeah, yeah. So Joey stands up to yell the correct punchline at Jesse, and Jesse yells back, oh, you think you can do better? Joey accepts this challenge and takes the microphone, only I've realizing I've seen that then, happen at, uh, at terrible uh, open mic nights. No. <laughs> where the, where the, the comedian's like, oh, you want to do better? And then someone's like, yes, and then it's oh, just no. all bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could watch those hecklers, you know? Those hecklers, you never know. You never know. know. You, you never know. know. Got to be careful. Uh, so Joey then realizes that this was Jesse's plan all along to get him back up on stage. <laughs> Joey takes the stage. He starts his stand-up act. He is crushing it, and the audience is loving it. I'm feeling much better about Jesse finally getting his moment. Finally. This is his you night. Joey. You mean Joey. Did I say Jesse? You did. I meant Joey. Okay. Joe, you're I correct. Joe. It's not even Joey. It's Joey. That's right. Joe. Well, no, this is Joey. Joe was the was the handsome man in the three piece suit. But you're right. Where yeah. are the kids in all this? The the guys are out at the oh. at the comedy club. Who's who's watching the kids? Yeah, who's watching the girls? That's a good point. Grandma. Maybe grandma. grandma. Um, I was gonna say grandma Stamos, grandma Cochran, because she's the one that lives the closest. Right. Right. So yeah, let's go with I, that. Is it? No. Well, Danny's mom lives. Does she live the close in northern. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, northern California, or no? She lives in Seattle, Tacoma. Okay. Um, I don't know okay. where Joey's mom. What we never see Joey's mom again after the yeah, the that's true. Return okay. of Grandma episode. So I'm gonna guess I it's just Grandma Cochran. Who they were? Yeah. Okay. But we'll you're right. That. They they don't. They should have had a throwaway line in there about like, oh yeah, just. My mom's watching the kids tonight or something. But. Well, I mean, they leave Michelle in rooms all by herself all the time. This is true. So sure it's With the lights they'll, on. They'll right. manage. Yeah, they'll <laughs> manage. Kids are fine, you know? DJ does it's most the of the parenting anyway. Do you know anyways. where your kids are? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so next we fade into the kitchen where the three guys are drinking coffee. It's later that night. They reminisce about how the stage is where Joey belongs, making strangers laugh. Joey admits that he was just tired of waiting for his big break and the paycheck that goes along with it. But Joey says he's going to look for a job he can do at home so he can watch the girls during the day and do his comedy at night. The original work from home. Just like you were saying, he can still do both. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to make a choice. Uh, Joey starts to leave when Jesse says not so fast and he stops him. Jesse explains how DJ quit the guitar and how Joey may have inadvertently inspired her to quit. Uh-oh. Joey exits to go fix this situation. So next we're in the girls' room. Joey knocks and walks in to find DJ watching TV under the covers. She's watching her little red portable TV, and she's watching David Letterman. That TV was So much great. harder to sneak than, like, scrolling through, you know, TikTok <laughs> on your phone. You had to put a whole TV under your bed. You had to get an extension cord. Right. For antennas. I mean, you're not getting yeah. great reception under a blanket. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot more challenging. DJ's very resourceful. And for David Letterman, too. She's up late. Like, you yeah, know, she's yeah. dedicated to watching. She must have been a night owl, kind of like you, you know. Yeah, it's true. Thriving at night. 
Uh, so Joey sits down with DJ and tells her about his night, how he got back up on stage to do his act, and how he was great. DJ says, but I thought you quit. And Joey replies, well, he did, but he was really just frustrated and looking for the easy way out. DJ's on to him. She figures out that Jesse told him that she quit the guitar. She says that she didn't just quit the guitar because of him. She quit because she stinks. Joey encourages her to keep practicing. It's only been a week, and she should keep trying. But if she quits now, she'll never know how good she could be. Mm. At this moment, Stephanie pops up out of bed to say that Joey is right. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie claims, oh, you know, I was just talking in my sleep, and she pretends to go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Joey says the DJ I know wouldn't give up just because it's the easy way out. Uh, He kisses her on the head and says, good night. Stephanie says, good night, Joe. Good night, Joe. Good night, Joe. (laughs) And Joey says, call me, Joey says, call me Joey. And then he does a Rocky and Bullwinkle impression. DJ grabs her guitar and she starts strumming some more bad chords. Stephanie covers her ears with a pillow while saying, very nice, DJ. Very nice. Trying to be the supportive sister. Yes. And that's our show. And that's the show. That's our show, which is a good it's a good lesson, you know? It's a good lesson yeah. about don't never give up. Don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. You can or do, don't start comedy. Or don't start. No, and definitely don't put, clown, don't put clowns in the background. Don't put clowns in the background of scenes. I, what about, you know, I have a friend who can't even look at circus liquor when she drives by. Like the clown <laughs> and the, the, yeah. So what about yeah. those people? They're, well, I mean, are they, you know? Yeah. It, it would be a deterrent for a lot of people. Definitely a deterrent. Yeah. Definitely a deterrent. And, you know, that's even disappearing ducks and all. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but there's clowns. But there's clowns. Uh, but yeah, it was, I love this message. It was so great. Don't give up. And, mm-hmm. you know, just one more example of how uh, also the guys in the house have an ever-changing sort of uh, catalog of jobs that they do. Yes. And this, I feel like Joey starts looking for stuff at home and again also very ahead of its times true work from home work from you know? home right yeah this is he yeah. was he was decades before his time <laughs> now right now everybody's yeah. working from home yeah um, but yeah it was i liked this message i thought it was really cute and i thought it was cute too how like you see how you know dj is really looking to the guys for like help and for mm-hmm. you know guidance and like okay well this isn't working i'm not going to do this you know mm-hmm. um and hey, she didn't. She just she moved on to the drums. Is she what did. she did. She moved Which on to the very drums. telling from that first moment. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she she was like, forget it. I'm a drummer. Which then tracks in Girl Talk. It does. That comes back yeah. 36 years later in Fuller yeah. House, where she's and she's taken over for drums. I I still think Girl Talk should have done a cover of Venus, but I know. Well, there's still time. They there's time. Fullest House. We'll, we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> Oh yay! And I'm you'll still be faking guitar or faking keyboard, and I'll be faking guitar. Yes. It'll be great. <laughs> well, I know we already touched a little bit on our everywhere you look moments, but I want to oh. go back. Did you have more to say about your I, everywhere you look? I did. Okay, oh, so my everywhere you look moment, and it ties into the name of your band, mm. the bracelets. Yes, I believe Candace in the scene, and maybe you. I didn't notice, but maybe not because of the keyboard, but. She was wearing a bracelet made out of safety pins and beads. <gasps> oh. And do you remember the safety pin and beads bracelets that we used to make as like arts yeah. and crafts with 
Adria. In the classroom, yes. In the classroom. And yes. they were like very big in the eight. You would take um, safety pins and like put beads on them and uh-huh. then put them like top to bottom to top to bottom and you'd create a whole pattern and then you'd string them together and make like a little stretchy bracelet. And I believe oh. DJ is wearing a safety pin bracelet that we made oh. and in is the, the band is named The Bracelets. The Bracelets. So. I love yeah. that. And I, I don't know which came making first. Those. The bracelet creation or, or the band name Bracelets. I don't know um, yeah, if don't know one either. had to do with the other, but that's the everywhere you look. It's that's so great. You're right. This was like before the friendship bracelet loom rubber band Taylor Swift thing. That's well, before, really popular now. Yeah, before now. the rubber before band ones, that, yeah. and like it was, there were like the string ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the but string I was ones. Ne- I was never very good at those. It was too much, like small little. It's inter- intricate. It was. It yeah. took too long. I yeah. got bored. Uh, but the safety pin ones were just enough for my little ADD brain. Aww. And I think we used to love making those and we would make them all the time. Love it. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go back and look because I, I noticed we were wearing bracelets, but I didn't look that closely. So yes. I want to see the the safety pin bracelets. Oh, yep. great one. There's a great everywhere you look moment. Very yeah. good. Did you have one? Well, mine were the clowns. And so oh, I don't, okay. I think we've visited that. We don't need to spend any more time oh, on the clowns. But God, were they everywhere you look? <laughs> they were everywhere you look. <sighs> yeah, really. No more truly. clowns. Yep. No. Note, note to anyone out there developing a show. Don't put clowns in any scenes. Unless it's American Horror Story, in which case they're creepy and it was great. Yeah. Okay. True. Very true. Well. Well. All right. My friend, we've come to the end of another episode. We have. This was a good one. We have a very great episode. I love this. Uh, The classic Phyllis Diller. Still amazed that she was on the show. Yep. Um, And if you guys want to follow us, make sure that you follow our Instagram, which is at how rude podcast or you can uh, send us an email how rude podcast at gmail.com send us in what you like what you're loving what you're finding about episodes anything that maybe we haven't mentioned uh, anything you want to hear us mention mini soda ideas all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. Um, yeah please send us a send us a note send us a message um, you know tie it to a a duck and and (laughs) make it disappear I don't know um, but we love that you guys are listening and enjoying the show. We really, really appreciate it. So, yes. uh, remember the house is full, but the world is small. Close. I think close I got enough. it backwards. Close enough. The house that's is okay. The world is small, small and the house is full. Yes. All right. Yeah. That's, the, that's the closest one yet. There we go. See, Look by at episode go. 192, you will have this down pat. <laughs> Love that you think that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jody Sweeten. I could just write it down, but then that kills the fun. Yeah, that's true. No, I I much prefer this this method where it's always yeah, one. Yeah. I'm always wondering, and, is she going to get it right? And I and I am too because I'm always like, I, this is right. This is no, it's not. No, no, no. Right? It's like you can see the words coming out of your mouth, and you're like, no, retract uh, them, put them back in, put them back. Yeah, in. I've never been one to do that. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Make sure you join us for uh, our mini-sodes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, go ahead and rate it. It helps us, you know, move up on the podcast lists. Uh, and that way we can keep entertaining you with our ridiculous stories over and over and over again. Woo-hoo. So we'll see you next time on How Rude, Tanneritos. Bye-bye. Bye. This 
show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You need a new kind of snack. A little chewy, definitely sweet, and made with real ingredients. That would be new kind seeds, fruit, and nuts bars. Try all three flavors. The number one ingredient, seeds. And first bite reaction, mmm, so good. Five grams of protein, gluten-free, and flavors like dark chocolate raspberry pumpkin seed, sweet raspberries, cranberries, nutrient-dense seeds and nuts topped with a rich chocolatey drizzle. That's craveable. Kind, the bar for people who love real food and flavor. Buy on kindsnacks.com today.